Hey, Malcolm. Hey, Chris. My name is Malcolm. I mean, my name is Chris. <laughs> no, but... Alright, let's really start this. Uh, hey, welcome to today. This is uh, Synchronicity, bro. The date yeah. is uh, January 27th, 2022. I'm Chris, and today we have a second week in a row guest host, Malcolm. Welcome welcome back, Malcolm. It's so Gucci. well. Last time that the people uh, demanded that you come back, even though the show hasn't been posted yet from last week. But <laughs> they still went crazy. Up at 5 a.m. every day for me, so that's what we do. Damn. You take it that serious. What kind of preparation are you yeah, doing that early? First time I ever told anybody that, but yeah, this is what I do. 5 a.m. every morning just for this show. Yeah. That's dedication, yeah. y'all. And it shows. Yeah. It shows. You, you knocked it out of the park last week. Uh, I have more than enough faith in you this week that you're going to come through again. And uh, I mean, because there's just easy stuff to talk about. Last week was mm-hmm. probably the best divisional round I've ever seen in my life. So Easily. <laughs> yeah, like. Saturday was two buzzer beaters from field goal kickers. <laughs> and then uh, Sunday had one buzzer beater from a field goal mm-hmm. kicker and one buzzer beater from Patrick Mahomes to Kelsey. And I don't know. It just don't get more suspenseful than that four right. times in a row. Yeah, like, yeah, They couldn't ask for much more. And another good news, we won our parlay. So oh, yeah. So what would you, what'd you have? You had the Bengals, Chiefs, and Rams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What made you not bet on the on the Forty Niners Packers? The app, the, the app didn't let you. It only let you do oh. the three games. Okay, I thought it's you shot away from it because it, that was a tough one to pick. Was, yeah, uh, probably, it probably would have lost lost. It yeah, it Loki saved us <laughs> for sure. And it's like just don't do this one. Just yeah, I'm, just trust me. Stay away from this. Yeah. I was I was thinking about it the whole week leading up to. It. I had a friend. And I was that's a Packers fan that I was telling. I was like, yo, I'm gonna tell you right now, that man Debo, he's dangerous. Y'all gotta yeah. have to do something about him. And he they was telling me, it was like, oh, I ain't worried. They had a whole bunch of injuries at the end of the Cowboys game. We're gonna be all right. And I was like, who got injured? And they started naming off people. And I was like, nah, I think they playing. <laughs> and because uh, they was talking about Bosa. Like Bosa was, they said they thought Bosa was hurt. Oh, is he back? He did get Bosa, hurt in Cowboys Bosa, game. Yeah, he was cleared at the last second to come to the oh, game. Yeah. And so, and then also he was like hyped because he was like, yeah, uh, our, the Packers offensive lineman Bakhtiari was supposed to be playing. So they went, they was like, we ain't worried. Uh, Bosa not going to be there. Bakhtiari going to be there, they, they thought. Uh, last second, Bakhtiari, we still don't know why. It was a mystery. Got rolled out of the game, their offensive lineman for the Packers. And then Bosa mm-hmm. got cleared to play. So <laughs> like working from a disadvantage right away. Right. That no one was expecting. Uh it, and not to mention halftime it started snowing. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I didn't I didn't get to watch any of the game for like probably like the last five minutes, maybe. So the first the first play, the first drive, the Packers go down to score hella easy. And I was just like, Oh, this is how it's gonna be. Okay. <laughs> like Aaron Rodgers is about to dominate these boys. Okay. Mm-hmm. I see what I see what we're doing. And then probably halftime, it was still like seven zero, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh but for the most part, after that touchdown the 49ers shut down the, the Packers running game. Mm. So, and that's what the Packers, I mean, that's what 49ers are good at. Like they, they're good at stopping a run and they're good at running on you, like in mm. creative ways. Like they can get around all your little tricks that you're going to do to stop their run. So they figure something mm. out. 
So the thing that was most impressive for the 49ers, second half, they come out. The first play, they give it to Debo. And I was like, oh, uh-oh. <laughs> like, something changed. Like, they changed their game plan in halftime. It's like, this is what we're going to do. Like, we're throwing everything at the, we throwing our best thing at the wall. We're not playing around no more. And when I saw that, like, the first play, it was like seven yards probably or something like that. But it was it was just like mm-hmm. the, the mentality to come out and say, the first play, we're going to Debo. And we're going to see what y'all can do about it. I was like, uh, okay, 49ers might, might actually do something here. Uh, and then, it's, like I said, it started snowing. And I think the combination of the 49ers defense stopping their run and containing their run and then the snow makes it hard to pass, right? It made Aaron Rodgers like uh, the most, one of the most dynamic quarterbacks of all time. It made him become really like predictable and, mm-hmm. and generic in what he was doing. So he had like nine passes to Aaron Jones and nine passes to Devontae Adams. And then yeah, so Aaron think, Jones got a whole bunch of yards. Uh, yeah, 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 on on a, just from receiving, right? But yeah, not from running. Yeah. And then, but he only had one pass to anyone else, <laughs> like one one reception for anyone else outside of those two. So they 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 basically like simplified the Packers offense to you. You, you want to give it to Devontae Adams or Aaron Jones? They we're going to contain them. Needed Odell. Needed Odell. That's a take. Because they had Randall Cobb, and so. Yeah. I, I didn't know he was going to be there, but they had Randall Cobb back, so they had all their weapons. Mm-hmm. Randall Cobb, uh, Lazar, uh, or whatever. I think that's his name, Lazard. And then, uh, so they had all their weapons, but they just right. couldn't use them. And that's the, I think that's the, like, genius and what makes the 49ers so dangerous is that they are very Patriot Bill Belichick way, like, in that they can yeah, yeah, for real. do whatever what they want with their defense. They can make you do what you what they want you to do with their off- with your offense. And so that's kind of how they control the rest of the game after that initial touchdown. Uh, not to mention, there was a field goal block at the end of the first half. Uh, the Packers got their field goal blocked by the 49ers and then uh, backed up against their own goal. The Packers got their, their punt blocked. And that turned into the only touchdown of the game for the 49ers. So special teams. Yeah. Yeah, special teams, uh, like my friend was telling me, he was a Packers fan, he was like, man, he was complaining, he was like, special teams been a problem all year. Like, yeah, can't get that shit together. And so I didn't know that going to the game, but like after you saw how the game ended up going, uh, the Packers only was only able to get a, uh, one field goal after their touchdown, and then mm-hmm. the special teams gets that touchdown off the block for the 49ers, and they get two more field goals, including the game winner. It was like, Okay, if I'm the Packers and I know my special teams is trash, I'm going into the game with a certain mindset that we got to go crazy with our offense. Like, right. We're not, and it, it seemed like they went into it being conservative. It was like, nah, your offense has to be amazing for us to win this game because our special teams are so bad. We don't want to put on our special teams. That's. Right. I feel like that was an error in in mindset going into it. But that's what it came down to. It was a uh, 49ers got aggressive, was more aggressive, and. Had a better game plan, and now mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is out of here, <laughs> and the rumors started right away. I don't know if you, did you see the end when he walked away when he walked out. No. Okay, so no. at the end he just he does his final walk out of Lambeau. He has this mm-hmm. this like kind of halfway wave to the crowd. Mm-hmm. My initial thought when I was he watching it, yeah, my initial thought when I was watching it was he seems checked out, and then I was looking at the crowd and I was like they seem over it. Like mm. they're ready for him to be gone. Like, that's what it looked like to me. It was like they was the best word I could think of is apathetic. Like they're just like we just don't mm. care anymore. Like after mm-hmm. you're, you're just so high maintenance. Yeah. 
and you're not you, and you don't give us the results like all right you yeah. can leave bro <laughs> that's that's the that's the vibe i got from that walkout when he left mm-hmm. and it's crazy to think like that if that's how it ends for him in green bay yeah that kind of sucks that's trash because for me now i'm like i used to fight for him as far as like uh man i take aaron Rodgers over anybody like all the time like but he's the best can. quarterback you can, but there was a lot of things that concerned me just based on off of how, how that game went and how he handled it afterwards, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's some things that I could say about him that I can't say about the other names you would put up there. And mm-hmm. some one of the things he said in the game or in the post-game post, post, uh, post conference, press conference, was he's kind of blaming the special teams for the loss. Mm-hmm. You know, where I feel like a lot of other quarterbacks – you're supposed to be the leader of the team. A lot of other right. quarterbacks take that bullet. And they'd be like, they don't point out the fact that they're, yeah, it's a fact that, that the special teams didn't didn't pull their weight, but you knew that coming into the game, how bad your special teams is. So, like, you should put it on yourself and say, I didn't do my job, right? But, like, yeah, he went out of, it felt like he went out of his way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm checked out. I have no investment in these people. I don't have to prove okay. anything. And, like, that's a, just a bad teammate. And I can't say that I ain't never seen Tom Brady do that. I ain't never seen Peyton Man do that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the greats don't do that kind of stuff. And so that kind of like turned me off to him. Like mm-hmm. if you're building a team all the time, I don't want that kind of leader. He doesn't seem like that. Yeah. He doesn't seem like the proper leader. Like there's so many other options there. Patrick Mahomes is a great leader. Uh, Josh Allen has proven to be a great leader. Uh, so, far. so far, right? Uh, Lamar Jackson is even a better. I've seen a lot of better leadership characteristics out of him and so that's just the young cast not to mention you know the tom brady Peyton manning philip rivers <laughs> conversation of people you know drew Brees. you know drew Brees is, a, is like all-time leader he just does everything by the by the book you know right. and so to have those people to compare him to it's just like it's not a good look for you bro like you can't lose like that and and lead like that too that's ugly right. like so now the sweepstakes starts. Who's going to get him next? I threw out in the group chat. I think he should go to the Titans. I think that would be the like okay. ideal. Like It's already set up for him. Uh, all the momentum seems to be going to the Broncos. I don't know if you have, if you've seen anything else. If you got any speculations on that, you want him to come to the Patriots? I, nah, actually, actually, I haven't looked into it. Yeah, I've been like, Chad's told me to go to the offseason, so that's where I've been. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been looking at nothing. I'm with the Patriots right now, but... Just the off season and uh and whoever's left in the who's left in the playoffs that's what I've been patching to. But yeah, before, it's gonna be interesting next four. few weeks. It's gonna be interesting mm-hmm. next few weeks because you're gonna see a lot of people positioning themselves for the next big trade or whatever seems be, next big acquisition. Seems to be a lot of coach possibilities. You know, new coach possibilities. For sure. For sure. Yeah, so. The big one so far we got uh the Broncos picked up uh the offensive coordinator from the Packers which. Is which I said there's off, there's momentum building towards trying to attract Aaron Rodgers there. Uh, so there's a storyline there. There's also the thing of people think he might go to the Steelers. Uh, there's a there's a vacancy now since Ben is gone. There's already a built-in great defense and great coach to rely on. Great weapons. I mean, I guess that like, do they just want something temporary then? Cause they don't want like a just completely start fresh. The Steelers. I'm wondering like they get nah. the QB, you know. I don't think they want to go all the way down. I think they're. I think they think that their roster is championship ready if they just plug yes. in a quarterback. I think that's what their mindset is. Yeah, that's true. 
because Ben was kind of the weak link, which is weird to. Yes, he was. He was obviously that for five years, and they just they just never pulled the trigger on him, you know. So yeah, that one settled. The 49ers are moving on to the NFC Championship, and then the the other game that we have for the NFC was on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rams went to Tampa Bay to play Tom Brady and the Bucks. Um, that was real strong. There was kind of like a lot of storylines built into this one. It made it very interesting coming into it. And then it got even deeper as the game went on and then the game mm-hmm. ended. So like coming into it, it was like a whole bunch of injuries and missing players from <laughs> from the Bucks offense. But on the defensive side, it was the first time they had their full Super Bowl roster for uh since since the Super Bowl. Like all year they hadn't ever had all of the the same starting 11 uh, s- together, and this was the first time they had them all together. It was full strength on defense, but there was missing offensive linemen, receivers, uh, maybe running backs, I think. But Fournette missing. was back, but Jones was not. Yeah. Okay, so Jones was out, Fournette was back, so they went he- heavy Fournette in this game. It was <laughs> obvious that they made sure that if they were going to have him available, they were going to use every drop of what he could bring to the game. Right. And so he was he was heavy heavy usage from the jump, uh, and in clutch time, but f- man, like I said, it was just a lot that happened in this game. Starting from the beginning, the Rams got up to a host- to a quick start, ten zero. Uh, got a touchdown to our second string, one of our like young, I think our younger, undrafted tight ends. It was his first touchdown with our with our team, uh, Kendall Blinn. And so it was good to see that you know we were able to. Dig deep into our <laughs> deep into our bag, not have right. to use one of our top five receivers to get a initial touchdown. So good signs. Like I said, Gay come out and make a field goal, make a 10 0. Uh mm-hmm. one thing I noticed. Okay, so the defensive line controlled the game in the first half for the Rams. Uh they were containing the the Bucks offense and getting the ball back to the Rams so that we could Go down the score again. So you got the, the Kendall Blanton touchdown. You had the Cooper Cup touchdown. Uh like on I think it was a 70 yarder. Beautiful, beautiful passing catch. Uh and then so that would make it 17 to zero. And then they I think they had another field goal after that before Tom Brady threw his his uh, only interception of the game mm-hmm. to our Second string safety because we got two safe two of our our starting safeties out. So our second string safety who who's been having a good playoff so far, Nick Scott, who was covering the Gronk at the time. So Tom Brady threw it kind of from his uh, red zone, uh, and so we had great starting present uh, field field position going into the second to the uh, end of the first half. Mm-hmm. It was like a couple minutes left in the game or something, and I'm in a half, and so it looked like we was about to go down a score, and then. This is when I think, if you ask me, I think Tom Brady looked at his wife and said, do that spell that you do. And so this is when the witchcraft came in. Came in I, seen a, I seen a tweet. Uh, it was like him with his head down. He's in a Patriots jersey, though. He's like, he's like, hello, Lucifer, it's me again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it felt like happened because Cam Newton comes down and he's about to score a touchdown. And somehow before his head hits the ground, which I didn't know this was a rule. So you can be rolled down like if your knee's down, if your forearm is down, but you can get be rolled down if your head yeah, touches yeah. the ground too. 
So yeah. it was like a split second before. His, nah, you don't. That's why I didn't know that rule, I guess. Yeah. And so it was like a split second before his head touched the ground. The ball started coming out and he fumbled mm-hmm. like on the goal line, like at the right. two. Yeah. And I think it was less than 20 seconds left in the, in the half. So like they just nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. They just nailed it after they got the ball. But like, <sighs> bro, if we'd have yeah. made that. If we'd have made that, we were up 27-0 or 27-3 going into that half. And we eventually come down in uh, in the second half, come out in the second half and score, touchdown, making it 27-3, which, you know, makes, brings back, you know, those Super Bowl memories of the Falcons being up 28-3. But then, you know, uh, Cooper Cup fumbles. Cooper Cup never fumbles. Cooper Cup fumbles and gives them an opportunity. Uh, I don't, I don't know if they, <clears throat> if they went down on that drive, and scored, but I think they did score off of that. I think they got a field goal off of that. Field goal. Yeah, it was field because that made it twenty seven six. Twenty seven six with two minutes left in the third, and so, <laughs> <That's> so crazy. <laughs> yeah, That's so, so crazy. and so you got that, and then Cam Newton or, or Cam Cam Newton Akers. <laughs> Cam Acres fumbles again, yeah. like just keeps on giving them opportunity. Okay, I actually. My bad. I skipped through some stuff. Let me let me before we get to the second can makers, because there's a lot of stuff that led to that one. So, uh, Darius Williams, our second string cornerback, was getting cooked by everybody, <clears throat> but the big one it was because we put him on Gronk. He was getting cooked. Put him on Mike Evans. He was getting cooked. The big one was uh Scotty, all right, Scotty Miller, mm-hmm. uh, and so he was he was getting cooked by him, but there was a drive when we was trying to go down. Or no, when the Bucks are trying to go down, uh, Von Miller strip sacks Tom Brady. We get the ball in great field position, so we look like we about to go down a score. We come out in in empty set shotgun, and our center hikes the ball past Math- Matthew Stafford, who wasn't expecting at the time. Back. <laughs> Goes like twenty yards back, and the Bucks recover. I'm like, bro, and I like my favorite thing is like the the camera goes to Von Miller, who's like. Looking, and he looks so lost. He's like, "What?" Because, like, really <laughs> and then I, I heard him in, in the po- uh, post post game press conference. He was like, "Yeah, I was over there celebrating still. Like we, like I just got the strip sack, you know, going crazy." And then I look up, and everybody's like, "Oh no, the offense, the defense is back on the field." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> so, so, so he's sitting there lost. He wasn't even on the field. And then, uh, bro, the Bucks proceed to go down and just clamp away, chop chop away at, at yards. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's the drive that ended on a one of the four net score. I think that was one of the four net touchdowns. Ran to the right. Yeah, and so, uh, which he ran to the right twice for touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, but it was the same thing. It was like, uh, goal line. We thought they was going to run up the middle or QB sneak. So he just sneaks to the right, mm-hmm. the right side of the line to get the touchdown. And so. Shortly after that, because of another turnover, the Bucks are, are going down again. And this is the drive where I was like, Darius Williams just keeps on getting cooked by Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and this the the final play that 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 was like that broke the camel's back, the straw that broke the camel's back. It was mm-hmm. a penalty where uh Darius Williams was holding Mike Evans because he was about to dust him for a deep pass. And yeah. Jalen Ramsey from that play, he was like, nah. He's like, I'm not playing around no more. I got him. He's mine. So then, so then, like immediately, bro, this is the funny part of me too. Immediately, I remember uh, Scotty Miller's lined up on the right side and 
Tom Brady drops back. He looks directly towards Darius Williams' way, throws at him. <laughs> you know, uh, I think that was a um, oh the line, the defensive line got to got to Tom Brady on that play. But if you if he if they didn't, you could see Scotty Miller was wide open for that pass. <laughs> so I was like, man, like bro, like what are we gonna do about this man? Like we switched him <laughs> off of Mike Evans and they're targeting him. So the yeah. next play down, they target him again. They get a first down. Scotty Miller off like a like a back hitch, you know, like for ten yards or something like that. Get a first mm-hmm. down. Uh, so then you saw the coverage coverage changed for our defense. We shaded everybody towards Darius Williams' direction for help and left Jalen Ramsey on the island with Mike Evans. You would think we'd be all right because like we do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Leave, leave Jalen Ramsey one on one. He and he wins his his battle every time. But he played the he played it wrong. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. In real time, when I was watching it, it just looked like Jalen Ramsey played it too shallow. Mm-hmm. But what really happened when I finally saw the replay later on, Mike Evans ran a beautiful route. <laughs> like he ran what looked like an outside post towards mm-hmm. the towards the outside line, whatever you know, the out of bounds mm-hmm. line, and Jalen Ramsey fell for it. And so what he Jalen Ramsey tried to tried to jump it for an interception because he thought that was the route. And so when he gave just enough, Tom Brady is quick enough to read. Um, mm-hmm. My man is wide open for the deep one. Throws a beautiful pass over the top. And Mike Evans burns him. Easy touchdown. And that's, that made it 20 to 27. Uh, with, with four minutes left? Oh, no. That one was with three minutes, 20 seconds left. Man. And I skipped over a whole bunch of other stuff that happened, right? Yeah, I, I took down some notes. For, I took down some notes for it, just just for time marks because so much happened. So with three with three twenty left in the fourth, they have no timeouts because they just used them on on the drive before the Bucks did mm-hmm. to get the ball back for that for that uh, play for that drive. So we're going down trying to bleed the clock out as much as possible, trying to get a first down to put the game away. On second down, Sue just strips in, strips Acre. Acres on a on a run. It looked like it was about to be a first down. Not gonna lie, looked like mm-hmm. a, a great design play on second down. But Sue fumbles him, and the Bucks recover. I don't. First of all, it's crazy enough to fumble four times, but to not recover any of them is crazier. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, right. I, I just don't understand, and that's why I, I can only think Giselle did it. Like she had to have done some kind of spell up there in that Scarlet booth. Witch or something. Bro, right? she's she's definitely a witch, and so. 225 left after that. On the next drive, mm-hmm. they they're already in field goal position. Like they're that close to the to the uh, touchdown when they get the ball with 225 left. Right. They have a couple successful plays, getting down, get a couple first downs. And I, you remember you was watching and you was even pointing out like Jalen Ramsey had an interception opportunity on one of those plays. Like two of them. <laughs> yes. Two. So one of them was yeah. like a like Evans. He was holding Evans. Evans yeah. was trying to come back, do a comeback route for a first down, and Mike Evans slipped up. But Jalen Ramsey, I think, because he got burnt on the last one, he wasn't. Now he wasn't jumping it. He was like, I'm staying over the top of him, so he wasn't in position to get that interception that time. Okay, that's mm-hmm. fine. They come down again on a, I think two two plays later, and they're throwing it to the end zone. They, we had three people over there. Three, yeah, that's three man coverage on one person, yeah. and. I don't know if it was just overthrown or they just wasn't going for yeah. it because they was playing conservative. Right. But right, they right. just they could have had the interception there. Could have put the game away there. Right. 
plenty of plenty of opportunities, man. It was I was just watching it like, bro, this is really happening. Like Tom Petty really about to do this to me again. <laughs> I'm sick of this motherfucker. <laughs> and so and so let's see. The fine the, what what it comes down to is there's a third and ten. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady throws it to Bray over the middle. It's like a middle post, middle slant route, I would say. Mm-hmm. And they get nine yards on that. Looked like a first down initially, but the ref spotted as fourth and one. So the mm-hmm. clock is ticking. And everybody's, I feel like everybody's confused because there's like 45 seconds left. Everybody thought it was a first down, but now it's a fourth down, fourth and one. Uh, it's a lot of like chaos, it feels like. Because mm-hmm. then the, it's like, are they going to call down a review? How do we line up? What do we expect? What do we defend for? <laughs> do we defend for a QB sneak, which Tom Brady is what, like the best QB sneaker of all time? Do we defend for a surprise pass? What do we do? I think Sean McVay freaked out and he called a timeout. And then I gave the booth a chance to go review and make sure it wasn't a first down. They ended up saying it was, they moved it forward, gave it a, you know, a little closer to a first down, but it wasn't. So it was still fourth and one. But it also, I think the main thing it did was give Tom Brady time to just play a psychological game and outsmart our defense. <laughs> so all they did was pack in their their offensive unit, look like a goal line sneak, mm-hmm. and Fournette's in the backfield. And when I watched the play, what I saw was our linebacker, Troy Reader, got into the backfield. He could have got the tackle and put the game away. He missed the tackle in the backfield on Leonard Fournette. Which is fine. Leonard Fournette is hard to bring down, so you can get a pass for that. Mm-hmm. The other thing that happened was Darius Williams was the one on that edge that could have set the edge and stopped him from getting to the outside. But he played it in, in too much, and he gave up the outside. And I was just like, bro, why do you keep on making mistakes? Why are you trying to throw this game? What did you do? You, you were so good for us all year. Like, you were so trustworthy. But he's also a small guy, so he might not even even been able to make the tackle. So whatever. All right. Leonard Fournette gets to the outside, gets an easy touchdown. 40. 42 seconds left in the game mm-hmm. and it just was like bro this really happened they really came back 27 27 this really happened and you i'm just it's like you could you could feel it low-key you could yeah. feel that it that it was about to happen oh for sure <laughs> for sure and i don't know how it was for you watching the super bowl when the patriots came back but you could feel that too and it was like mm-hmm. a it was an eerie feeling it was like bro this is really about it's to like, happen yeah to the it's Falcons. like it's that trust <laughs> it makes like trust you have and Tom, and Tom Brady. Brady, and just I don't know, it's some so, some other I don't know. Okay, let me run this by you. you I think so. Besides the magic that I that I joke about, but I really do think it's happening. I mm-hmm. think there's a real psychological effect that Tom Brady has on the opposing team, where the other right. players know that he can do this. And right. so I'm looking at our guys on the sideline. I think it even had an impact on Cam, maybe even Coop, or it's just like you just know. That's a dangerous man on the other side of the field. <laughs> and it has some kind of effect on you where you just, the moment gets too big for you or something. And I yeah. think that's what kind of happened a little bit in this one too. So it comes down to, they kick the ball to us, we get it at a 25 and we, we're we like, we have one timeout. And there's the thing of like, you have to make the decision. Do we just say we're going to overtime so that nothing bad happens and they don't get the ball and kick mm-hmm. a field goal and win the game on us in the regulation? Or do we just go for it? And... So I was watching just a second ago. They had the sounds of the game where you get to see the players and coaches and everybody talking. Sean McVay, before that drive, was like, we're winning this right here. Like, that's yeah. what he's telling the offense. He's, we're winning this right here. We're going for this win. And so that was the mindset going into the, to the drive, obviously. So the first play, Matthew Stafford drops back, and then he looks to do, to do the Dak 
Prescott scramble, scramble. Mm-hmm. And of course, and Dominican Sue is right there waiting for his ass. Mm-hmm. And he he go for the strip and he almost fumbles him. And I'm like, bro, this is really happening. What the hell? Like, we're about to fumble this game away like this again. But luckily on the yeah, replay, it was like, crazy. it didn't come out before he was down. So he was already down before the ball comes out. So fine. The time is going. We call a timeout. We call our final timeout. So damn, mm-hmm. waste of a play. What the hell? Next play. This is where Cooper Cup earns his title as the best wide receiver in the world this year. <laughs> this man, he's lined up, I think, in the slot. And he runs this route. This man's like, chop, 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 chop. And his defender falls. So he's wide open. And then he just hits a cut to the left. Mm-hmm. And you know, Stafford finds him. He gets out of bounds. And he got about, I don't know, 20, 20 25 yards on that play, it felt like. Mm-hmm. So they get a little closer. <clears throat> and we got a first down. 28 seconds left in the game. That's the important number. When I saw that mm-hmm. on replay, I was like, that's crazy. Because I like... I really associate that number 28 with, with me uh, in a big way because my birthday is 928, whatever. But mm-hmm. it, there's like a numerology to my life for 28 as well for some reason. Mm-hmm. It always, some good always happens when I see 28 for some reason. So, but I didn't see that in real time. I except saw for, that like. Except for the Falcons. No, but I'm not a Falcon fan, so that don't matter to oh, me. Okay. I, don't, that don't, I, don't, I don't count that with me. <laughs> so, but yeah, I saw the 28 and then. Malcolm had just turned turned twenty eight, so like add that to it, he's a Tom Brady fan. I think there's a little something, you know, there's something like the, the world is conspiring to help me out this year, you know. <laughs> and so, it's said twenty eight seconds left in the game, so like, what do we do next? What's the next play call? Are we trying to chip away, get like sideline out of bounds plays? What are we trying to do here? Uh, in real time, this is what kind of made made me mad. They was showing a replay of the last Cooper Cup play when the actual next play started play was going so we on. didn't oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so we didn't even see like the setup uh right. getting ready for the game for the thing we didn't see the line we didn't see who was in the personnel the package so there was no way to like be into the game and like try to figure out what we're we gonna do next it was just mm-hmm. when they got out of the replay they, my Matthew Stafford was already dropping back and then one second later he was throwing that shit high and it was right. like who is he throwing that to like, who's even on the field? I don't even know who's on the field. Like, who's he throwing that to? Next yeah. thing I know, it's dropping 70-yard dime. Yeah, One-on-one coverage to Cooper Cup out of all people. And I'm like, no way. Impossible. They left Cooper right. Cup on an island with a safety? Impossible. And so on the replay, you see it's like an all-out blitz. The guy that was covering Cooper Cup, it was like to the right side of the line. The guy that was covering Cooper Cup at the before the hike, he comes blitzing Matthew Stafford even. So it's like, I think Matthew Stafford is just as good a reader as any other of these elite quarterbacks. He saw that man coming and was like, wait, does that mean Cooper Cup is open? <laughs> and the other impressive part to me was, and Dominican Sue, if you, say that, if you see that replay, it's coming right at that boy, unabated. Like, nobody blocked him. I'm like, what the hell is our offensive line? Because our center and our right guard just looked at him and let him go past him. And he, so he's coming like, big man, straight up the middle. Going, and you know he's been going crazy all game. So to see Matthew Stafford stand in the pocket and just take that hit and throw that throw that bomb like that, it was just like, bro, that's my guy. Like, I will never doubt this man again. Like, he was ready to take an Indomitian Sue hit while while going going for this game winner. And I still I still doubt him, but he is definitely more on than off. He's definitely more on. Yeah, I have he's not the I most have... consistent, but. Definitely on, on yeah, I haven't watched enough with the Lions to to like say the bad part 
bad bad right. Stafford, you know what I mean? Uh so but in the big moments, he's consistently come through for us. More right. so than he's, not this year for us, right? More so than be not. Hall of Famer. I don't. I don't know. I think he's making his case right now, right? I don't right. think he's a solid, solidified Hall of Famer yet, but he's making he his case gets, right if now. If he gets this ring for sure, bro. Just if he gets this ring, Lions is holding him back. <laughs> yeah, facts. I mean, I think I'm, he's I'm, already I'm, proven that. I think he's already yeah. proven that with these two wins. And that's that's. I mean, that's why you know I, I don't like hate the Rams. I, I respect at the age. It's like, well, you know, you're my brother, so you gotta go against your brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I just say I'm, I've been, I've always rooted for Stafford and Odell. So it's like interesting. I, that's why. Come I'm, on over, man. Come I'm on over not, for the ride. I'm, I'm gonna stay here, but <laughs> you know, other it's teams. A, I, I don't, I don't want the Chiefs to win again. I don't it's like a great storybook right now, though. It's a great storybook yeah. right now because just to finish up that play, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew Stafford throws that bomb. And he gets hit, and he rolls up, and he looks. He sees that the catch happens, and immediately he starts dashing to the mm-hmm. to go clock the game to go clock the ball. Mm-hmm. And like in real time, when he's watching, and you just see Matthew Stafford like running. He's looking at his mm-hmm. teammates, like hurry up, hurry up. And mm-hmm. like there was one moment he even like ran back to grab one of the offensive linemen because they was running too slow. Like I was like, that's the opposite of Dak Prescott's uh, sense of urgency. Like he's going crazy. He's insane right now, trying to get get the everybody to the line so we can clock it. Right. And uh, there was even like a, a buccaneer that was offsides, but we were waiting yeah. for we were Taking waiting for three time. seconds. Yeah, we were waiting for three for the three seconds so we could spike it with three seconds and not leave any time on the clock after the mm-hmm. field goal. And so we could have theoretically got a free play if we were mm-hmm. if we wanted it. Like we could have went mm-hmm. for the end zone if we if we wanted. Been crazy, bro. <laughs> we could have had a free play there. And so, but but we we, we uh, played it like we did our job already. Offensive did, offense did our job. Let's put it on Matt Gay, who's been one of the best kickers, most reliable kickers all year, this mm-hmm. year, uh, but has missed one this early in the game. So it's like we haven't lost our faith in that guy. Mm-hmm. So he clocks it. He goes crazy looking at Cooper Cuff like, yeah, I'm pretty sure he said yeah, nigga. And so, <laughs> <laughs> so both of them, <laughs> yeah. So, so, so they clock it. It's set up, man. Like for all the pain that Tom Brady has put me through, it all started with a field goal. Vinatieri mm-hmm. beat the Rams in that Super Bowl, uh, and Tom Brady led them down and got him in field goal position. And beat beat that great Rams team and crushed all our dreams. Ended the dynasty and broke our broke our broke our franchise for fifteen years. After that, like we didn't recover, but. Bro, this felt cathartic watching this. Tom Brady now has to sit on the sideline and watch our kicker line up at the like 10, 10 15 yard line. You know it's going in. Mm-hmm. And he kicks it, it goes to the uprights, and all is well, bro. Like, yeah. all is forgiven. I'm like, Tom Brady, I can respect you now. I can. There's I, can a, I mean, and there's a chance that, that this could be his last game, you know, it's a possibility. Bro. And that's the that's the other storyline. I felt like there was force in the storyline the whole game, like mm-hmm. talking about it. Like he's been he's been alluding to it. He might mm-hmm. be coming to an end. Could this right. be the final year, the final run for him, and everything? And then in that moment, you're just seeing like he looks like he's satisfied. Like when he's saying yeah. about it, when he's like everybody like dapping everybody up at the end of the game and everything. And he's talking to all these other old heads like Eric Weddle, our safety. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he talked to. He talked to our uh, our offensive line, our offensive uh, coordinator who used to be a backup for him. So you see mm-hmm. that, and then he's like hugging Sony Michelle, right? And it's just mm-hmm. like you see in the interaction with all these players, it's like he looks satisfied. 
Like, mm-hmm. if this is it, he looks like he's okay with it being it. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I feel like, although, you know, I feel like I would be okay with it. I don't feel like it being like an anticlimactic end to a career. I, and it's not. It's like, everybody knows he should have been retired. But, like, and, it, like, going out on a loss like this ain't, isn't the worst thing. It's not the worst thing. Like, it doesn't kill him. I, no. I don't know if it's because of what the losses we've seen the, these playoffs when it comes right. to Rodgers and, like, Dak and stuff like that. Right. But, this one, yeah, it was like you. He still got everybody's respect, bro. And even when you compare back. it, compare it to his contemporaries like Drew Brees and Ben Roethlisberger, like Drew Brees and Ben Roethlisberger, and even Peyton Manning, they look like they should be out of the league in their last. When you saw their last right. game, it was like, nah, they right. should go. They should go. Right. Tom Brady put up one of his best stats, like statistically regular season, right, mm-hmm. in his career this year, mm-hmm. and. He looked great in the two games right. that he played in the playoffs. Right. He'd go out with a bang, really. He just didn't win the ring. Yeah. You know and it mean? wasn't his – like, you can't look at it and say it was his fault. <laughs> you right. know? Exactly. Like, when you look at that, you like, the Rams were just a better team. Uh, mm-hmm. They didn't have – they just didn't – the Bucks just didn't have enough weapons. Their defense mm-hmm. played great, but, like, their offensive line was compromised. Like, they, he has a mm-hmm. lot of other reasons that they lost that game that wasn't him. Right. And so, yeah, it's not a bad way to go out. And it's also right. like very storybook to me, where it's just like this He's whole story. Be this year, you know, bro. You know, number two in the MVP quarterback conversation, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, and but like, here's the thing: it's like it's all started with him beating the Rams in the Super Bowl. And mm-hmm. how great would it be to end on him losing to the Rams on their way to the Super Bowl? Right. Right. That'd be that'd be cool. And, and especially like, if we actually win it, it's like the right. curse is broken. The curse is really broken. <laughs> right. and he's gone. It's a new era. Yeah. And like I think like when it comes to like a farewell well tour, you don't you can't do that in football. You can't you you risk getting hurt and then that's just yeah. that that's really anticlimactic right there. Really? That's really is. and how, how old he is and he was getting he was getting hit. He got pretty some scary hits, like hitting the legs, like the knees. I thought something happened to him, but now he got back up. And that probably hit him, you know, like Can literally. I? Like no pun intended. <laughs> like, I also want to throw this in. Yeah, he was getting hit. But like, bro, like he is one of the most impressive pocket QBs. Like, mm-hmm. the way he is able to avoid collisions mm-hmm. with his lack of mobility. But, like, just his footwork. If you watch some of the, some of the plays he, he has, like, it's just so impressive. Like, he'll drive back and then he'll know when the timing, exactly when to pull forward into the box. Mm-hmm. Like, he'll trick all the, all, the, all the defensive ends to go as a, like as a deep drop. And then he'll just go into the pocket and now he's safe. <laughs> you know, he's, like, helping his offensive line. He's, like, the, right. like really good at that. Like, it's very fun to watch. It's very... uh. It's just like a master class to watch that kind of pocket yeah. presence and, and control and then get a great pass off still after mm-hmm. doing that kind of stuff very quickly. So like he still got he still got it. Like if he wants to keep going, he definitely has something left in the tank. But if he right. if he wants to go, not bad. It's not a bad not time bad to leave. It's not a bad yeah, time to leave. And then if I mean unless you had something else to say, I was gonna pivot to the next. No. Yeah. Bad. I mean, and then there's a there's another reason. Why he? Why it would be a good time to leave? Because the second game of Sunday night, you saw the future of quarterbacks, and like right. I, if I was one of these older older heads, even Aaron Rodgers, and looking at that game, I'd be like, "I right, man, maybe it's time for me to leave because these boys is different." <laughs> and Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes is going at it, like man. I think they make it look so easy, bro. Halfway through, no, halfway through the, like the third quarter, no, maybe halfway through the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. I happened to like open the ESPN app and I was looking at the stats. 
and like Josh Allen's and Patrick Mahomes stats were so similar. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. So they so they ended this was the ending mm-hmm. stats. So Josh Allen, he was 27 for 37, 329 yards, average mm-hmm. 8. Point, average 8.9 per uh per uh, per mm-hmm. uh or what is it? Completion. Mm-hmm. He had four touchdowns, four passing touchdowns. He had a, a 90.3 rating, 136.0 QB rating. Uh, he had 68 rushing yards, right? So try to remember that when I say Mahomes mm-hmm. stats. 33, this is Mahomes stats. 33 for 44, 378 yards, 8.6 per. He had three, he had three passing touchdowns, including the game winning. Mm-hmm. He had... Uh, I think he had one rushing touchdown too. Uh, yeah, he did. And then he had a 96 rating. Uh, he had a 123.1 QB rating and 69 rushing yards. <laughs> like their their stats were so similar, it was great. They were play, they were the same person. It was right. just Mahomes had Cheetah and Kelsey, and Josh Allen had Stephon Diggs who got clamped, mm-hmm. and Gabriel Davis who broke. The record for Probably. most touchdowns. Yeah, four touchdowns. Crazy. That's the most by any 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 wide receiver in the history of the game in the playoff game. Uh went crazy. Honey Badger got hurt early, so I'm sure that hurt the Chiefs defense a little bit. Uh with Gabriel Davis. I think he would have helped a little bit with Gabriel, like I Gabriel Davis there. Mm-hmm. Um but Diggs had three catches for seven yards, six targets. Uh and then this the impressive stat they kept on talking about in the last like one hundred in the last minute thirteen of regulation, there was eighteen points scored. <laughs> it was like what four or five lead changes or something. Like yeah, that? just back and forth, back and forth. It was like um, I want to say the Chiefs were down first with like two minutes left. Mm-hmm. They went down and scored, and I remember telling. I looked over at our nephew Bubs. He's a Chiefs fan, and. When the Chiefs had the ball, I was like, Mahomes is about to go score, score about to go down and score in 45 seconds. And then Josh Allen is going to have the ball and go score again. Watch. Mm-hmm. So that's what I told him. I was like, watch, 45 seconds. That's all it's going to take them. And mm-hmm. I think that was with like two minutes left. And sure enough, like within the next 50 minutes or 50 seconds, Mahomes had taken, had taken the ball down. I think it was a, that was the pass to Cheetah where Cheetah went down. It was like giving, mm-hmm. giving the deuces with dude in front of him. <laughs> like, like I'm gonna I'm beat you, even though you ahead of me. I'm gonna still beat you to right. the touchdown. Like, like I hate fast. You can't hate Madden after seeing stuff like that. Like, you just no. gotta hate the person. Who, you gotta hate the person who uses the Chiefs. <laughs> like, like, yeah, Madden's not broken. They got it right. <laughs> They're right. They're right. This this team is OP for sure. Right. Like, there's no way. Goodness. There's no way to stop how fast this man Cheetah is. Mm-hmm. Once he gets the ball, you just gotta avoid him getting the ball. But how do you do that when Kelsey exists? <laughs> because Kelsey, Kelsey can do some dangerous stuff too, and, and so Mahomes can run if he ain't got no options. Mahomes can run. He he ran like as fast as I seen him that game. He he had like a you thirty think, yard run. You think he was trying to compete with? He saw Josh Allen. How he was, he was like, nah, you're not better than me, boy. You're not better than me. <laughs> I'll do you. So he was, he was yeah. moving though. Mahomes goes down the scores, and I think the crazy part about about it was it was like the thing of like when the Bills were up, they were up three, but when the Chiefs mm-hmm. were up, they were up four. So like it was like the Chiefs could be a little bit more conservative and try to like play play for a field goal, but mm-hmm. for the Bills it was like nah y'all gotta go score a touchdown to get ahead y'all can't go down to score a right. field goal. Right. So that was the impressive part with me with Josh Allen was like you know you have to go score a touchdown they still can't stop you, mm-hmm. like that's crazy to me. 
And so yeah. they go down and score it. Uh, and they go up three. And they leave 13 seconds on the clock. Mm-hmm. And so... Is that when uh, Gabriel Davis crossed dude up? Yeah, bro. He crossed that man, lost that man's ankles, and was wide open was sitting wide in the end zone. And Mah- I mean, Mahomes, Josh Allen just threw a dart over the middle, got that ball there yeah. quick. Like like that. Just impressive arm talents, man. Like For Josh Allen to be like the archetype of Cam Newton is what I saw early on in his career. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's, that's, just, that's just white Cam Newton. Mm. For him to d- develop his arm... To be elite to this level, like you can compare mm-hmm. him to Mahomes, you could p- compare him to Aaron Rodgers at this point now, it's crazy to me. And that he showed he showed that full bag that he had, right? Mm-hmm. He trucked that he trucked a cornerback like at one point in the game and had him out, <laughs> like injured one of the cornerbacks for the Chiefs mm-hmm. at one point. He's that strong when he's running, and it's like right. that guy can throw that pass that he just threw to through to uh, Gabriel Davis to tie the game, or no, to go up four to go up three. And mm-hmm. look like he just won the game. He's going crazy on the sideline, like cheering everybody right. up. Like he hyped. Like we just came into the Chiefs' home and did this. Next, I, I'll give him next next couple of years. He's gonna he's gonna make us make a Super Bowl. He got to. He got. He got to. to. He's gonna figure. He's gonna figure it out. He got Especially to. Especially if, if a team gets lucky, if they get lucky, and the team gets the Chiefs out the way, because yeah, they can like <laughs> ain't no other quarterback I mean, gonna compete with them like that unless, unless it's like probably probably Lamar. But he'll have Lamar will be more running. So what pieces? What pieces do they have to add to be on the Chiefs level? Because that's I think the difference right now is Cheetah and Kelsey. Yeah. Um, I mean, what's his name? Tyler Knox. He's pretty solid tight end, you know. Uh and they got number one defense in the league. So defense is legit. Got, it is cold. Uh just But it, it don't matter against Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and I mean Singletary stepped up. That was always my thing. I was like, they need a solid running back, but they Singletary passed few past few weeks he's he's been looking like okay but we just have to see because that's the same thing like you know david montgomery did that last year when he just hit a different level out of nowhere randomly. yeah but yeah then he's back to david montgomery that we all knew like like not really explosive gotcha. you don't think of him so this guy's saying they get a solid solid running back yeah who can like spread their game out a little more i think yeah because i mean the receivers are nice. You know, Gabriel Davis proved himself. You know, yeah. Stephon Diggs did his. his Cole you know, Beasley his was even having a nice game. Cole Beasley, yeah, hey, he's a solid, solid uh, slot runner. You know, mm-hmm. and then got then he got the solid tight. I'm I'm excited to see what us what all Knox can do. I think he got a you know a bright future. But it's just disappointing because it's like you would think Cheetah was so reliable. You would think Stephon Diggs, who at the beginning of the year, if you said he was a top three wide receiver, I don't think anybody would disagree. Right at the beginning of the season, well, uh, Diggs, you talking about? Yeah, Stephon Diggs. Yeah. Like I don't think uh, many people would disagree at the beginning of the season if you told me Stephon Diggs was a top three wide receiver in the league. He's at least yeah. top five, right? Yeah. But like for him to be a non-factor in a big game like that is crazy concerning because it's like the Chiefs' defense ain't that good where he should right. be shut out. Like They're he should be able to make it sure. some kind of impact. Yeah. Maybe that's on the offensive play calling to get him more involved in other ways, the way, you know, you get a Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel involved, even when you're triple team and double team and whatever. You find a way to get him involved in the run game or something with a sweep or short passes, mm-hmm. getting the ball in his hand so he can be a playmaker. And they just didn't they the, never figured out a way. Didn't they get a solid two point conversion from him? Yes. Like he had a he had, a, he had a nice little catch. That was so. a big play. That was yeah, a big play. That, that was a I big, mean, so yeah, he's because he's because he's that good. You know what I mean? He's gonna yeah. find a way to be impactful, but it's like in a game like that, you need him to be matching Cheetah's energy. You know what I mean? Like it's you only, can't just let him go. There's only so crazy. much. 
it's only so much you could do when Gabriel Davis has a game like he had, you know. So yeah. you gotta let him have it. And, yeah, I mean, it, it was working for him, and I agree. It was really, I mean, like I said, it's just Chiefs offense. Like no yeah. other, I can't think of too many offenses that, that they just had one more opportunity. In that situation, right? They just had one whoever, more opportunity. Who, the winner was whoever won the the coin flip, you know. Well, let's not fast forward to it then, because that's what it came down to. Thirteen seconds left, right? Mm-hmm. They get the ball at day twenty five. A lot, a lot, a lot reminiscent of the the Rams game that just happened, right? Which is looking at it, like, <laughs> yeah. but just way less time. Right. It's like I'm looking over and I'm like, can Mahomes do this? Thirteen seconds. They had three, time, they had three timeouts. They so had three timeouts. Correct. That was big. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you pointed that out. I ain't, I ain't write that down, but that's a that's a mm-hmm. big point of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thirteen seconds, three timeouts to under twenty five. You have Mahomes. You have Cheetah. You mm-hmm. have Kelsey. Uh, what well, do you remember the first play that they, that they had? Hey, I remember the second play. What was the first play? What, I'm sure what was it was the second play. The second play was the Kelsey. The second play was not, the Kelsey over the middle. But not the one that got him in field goal range, right? No. Nah, the, the second play was that got him in field goal range. The first play didn't get him in field goal range, I don't think. I, I want to say the first play was like incomplete or something. But I thought it got him closer. Okay, so maybe not then. I but I, Okay, so the big play that got him in field goal range was to Kelsey. Because it was like, at this point... Couple seconds had come off of the clock. Nah, you remember? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think I seen a like Sports Center post it because it was it was when Kelsey was predicting it. He was like he was calling stuff and he was like, I forgot what what all he said, but it was like he saying if they hold a man, do yada yada yada, and they passed it. And he's like, I'm gonna go out and you you go in or something. And Cheetah like Cheetah got the he caught the ball, so he Cheetah uh, Ty- got it. Tyreek, yeah, he got one of those plays, one of the three. So you're right. I'm glad you pointed that out. So the first play was kind of a, a read play. For them to figure mm-hmm. out what kind of coverage they were giving them, mm-hmm. and so I do remember hearing somebody say Kelsey went to Mahomes and said, "If they do this, I'm doing this." Mm-hmm. And then I heard somebody else say, "Before the before the snap, when they was actually lined up, Kelsey was telling all the receivers what route to run. He was mm-hmm. calling it out, and That's he was calling his own route." Bro. That's some that I mean, Chiefs are next level. This is why they're the best team in my mind. They're the best team mm-hmm. until proven different right now because <laughs> they just operate on a different level than everybody else, and right. they make everybody else play different than they usually mm-hmm. want to play, <laughs> and For so. Real. They get they get that that set up that call set up and Kelsey just runs right up the middle basically with against a or they're playing like a soft prevent defense basically. I think Andy said they was was that you or I don't know somebody said they was on the sidelines yeah so a lot yeah of, they was like a they soft would have prevent had the middle open yeah. Which like, okay. first of all that's kind of stupid because if they have two timeouts, right? They have you don't need to hold the sidelines. Yeah, you don't exactly. need to hold the sideline. Just stop them. Try to stop them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe, maybe if they had like a minute left, but it was at the end of the day, it was still thirteen seconds left. So yeah, it was, it's like don't yeah. give them any yards. That's the main right, thing. Right. But they opened up the middle for them, and Kelsey just ran up the middle and got in field goal range on one play, and mm-hmm. that was that was it. They went down, kicked the field goal, tied the game, going to overtime, and everybody, like you said, everybody, everybody knew whoever won this coin toss was winning this game, and Josh Allen called tails. It was heads, mm-hmm. and. That was all she wrote. They Chiefs go down. So since we talked about that, you know the controversy after a game, which is always controversy in overtime. How do you, how do you feel about the just the one touchdown? Do you what's your opinion on that? So the overtime rule, personal score. Yeah, I've gone back and forth because I heard the conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, my initial thing was just like, there's a defense there. Mm-hmm. The defense got to do their job, right? right? Like the defense should just be up. Like let's not. Let's not act like uh, this is a one-sided game. Like the defense right. has has superstars on it too. The defense has 
uh, defensive coordinators that are geniuses on their side too, uh, that should be able to figure stuff out and make a make a a decision in that moment, in that tense moment, that big moment, to hold them to a field goal. Like figure it out. The rule they changed the rule already to give you an opportunity. If you hold them to a field goal, your offense gets a chance. I think for a professional game, that's enough. Yeah, right. I feel you. Uh, if you can't stop them, you can't stop them. It just is what it is. And it wasn't like it was an easy touchdown. It was like a, a touchdown in the corner of the end zone. Like right. Travis Kelsey had to make an amazing catch. Patrick Mahomes True. had to make an amazing throw. True. Like there was still some drama to it. And that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Like it's supposed to be fun for us to watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that was fun exactly. to watch. Like it's unfair, sure, mm-hmm. but it was fun. Right. And that's all that really mattered. So right. I'm on the side of keeping the rules the same. I, I feel you. I had um I had two opinions that led me to like a conclusion for, okay. uh, for my like final opinion, I guess. Okay. It was one, it was more like, yeah, keep it keep it the same. But it um because yeah, like you said, defense has to do their job too. But then I had another thought, which actually Andy Reid said, uh, he said it should be like both offices and both defenses should get a chance to prove themselves. Like, you know, so it's like even if they do score, like let the let the other offensive defense do that. But then, like, what what happens with that though? Say they both score, you could possibly that that risk just continuing to keep going yeah. back and forth. We already so did that. That's, that's that's how we got to yeah, overtime. Exactly. So so that led to me to saying, well, the point of overtime is just get over with, you know. So it's like you're supposed to do like your job in the first four quarters. You got four quarters to exactly. Not, like don't just don't tie the game. So exactly, we're not yeah we're not here to keep it going. We want to get it over with. That's overtime. Yep. So it's no it's, it shouldn't be any any the, need. The game to is played to it. win. The game right. is played to win. Yep. And that's party strategy. So it's like we know we we're risking if we go overtime we're risking losing the coin toss and you got yep. Mahomes. So you know what you're getting into. So just because you lost, but that's you know that's my opinion so yeah just keep the rules the same and i agree because it'll, it'll like because if we don't if we change them then it'll be just some controversy the only thing i wonder is I, I think they should keep the rules the same the only thing i wonder is if let's say the bill the bills were to have stopped the, pay, the chiefs there and mm-hmm. then somehow we get to a scenario where the clock goes to zero and no, nobody scored now what what what? Yeah, right, do you know the rules? Playoffs. I don't. Yeah. What are the playoff rules? I don't, at that it's point? never I don't happened. Know. So it's okay. never happened. As far as I know, it's never happened. I think so that's I when we would probably get some controversy and something where, yeah. like, I would be like, "Hey, maybe we should change that." Because I don't know what their rule is. is it sudden death? Is it a field goal kickoff? <laughs> like, just yeah. have your field goal kickers kick at the same time. Whoever kicks it in I'm first. I'm sure they got it somewhere in the rule book. Which we should, yeah, we should look up because, yeah, um, I, be they, they, I'm sure they just bet on that not happening. Like, listen, you know? now that we've said it. Watch, that's gonna happen in the Super Bowl. Watch, right. <laughs> like it's gonna that's gonna be <laughs> the scenario. Be the worst, the Super Bowl. best Watch. time for it to happen. <laughs> it's gonna come down to it. Uh, but that'd be hilarious. Uh, the on the other the other thing was crazy about it was like we got Mahomes and Josh Allen come down to it. When overtime started, I look. I was talking to everybody. I was I was at the house. I was just like, all right, guys, let's just call it here. This is what the this is what the NFL should say. Let's just call it here. We're just gonna redo this all next week. Bengals, y'all can go home. We don't need y'all anymore. Just gonna, just go. These are the two best teams in the AFC, obviously. Oh dear. We're just gonna replay this next week for the AFC Championship. Like, uh, that's what really should have happened. That's what that's be best case scenario. Right, <laughs> right. Because the Bengals are on a roll right now, and that that yeah. game was interesting in itself. Let's go and switch over to that one. You know, 
Uh, yeah. Titans versus Bengals. Did you get a chance to watch that game? Like the last, like the last quarter. Okay. I, I didn't out. watch. I wasn't watching the whole time either. I was in and out watching it. Uh, but what I took from it, the notes I got from it, King Henry was back. That was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tannehill started the game off throwing a pick. Mm-hmm. He started the second half off throwing a pick. First pass that he had, threw a pick. And his last pass Rogers, of the game. Rogers whenever. His last pass of the game was a pick. Yeah. So three picks Rogers, at crucial Rogers times. Rogers would never. That's what it Rogers would never. <laughs> yeah. Let's start that hashtag for the Titans. Rogers would never. <laughs> Get King Henry and Aaron Rodgers together, please. And so, let's see. What else happened? King Henry was kind of held in check. He got a touchdown. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, he was kind of held in check. The other running... 60 yards? Yeah, it was uh, 62 yards on. Yeah. Yeah, 62 yards. Um, Foreman had that. The Foreman, yeah. Foreman had a great game. He had a pretty great game. Uh, Burrow got sacked nine times by the Titans defense. I did. I heard. Actually, heard that. I heard that. But that was crazy. That is. Crazy. Um, Chase had five catches for 109 yards. Mm-hmm. AJ Brown had five catches for 142 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Mixon had 100 plus all-purpose yards when you combine his receiving and running. Mm-hmm. Um, and my question, one of my questions from this game was how mm-hmm. good. Is the Bengals defense really? Hmm. Because that's one thing I don't I don't know. I haven't watched enough of them uh, much enough of their games to have like a really sound conclusion on them. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I ask that is because going into this game against the Chiefs, I think the Bengals have an edge offensively as far as weapons. I think mm-hmm. they have a little bit more weapons than them when you include Jamar Chase. I think they have two other wide receivers and a great tight end, and then Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs don't have a Joe Mixon. Their running back, right. their running game is not as good as Joe Mixon can be, and so and Joe Burrow can make some amazing throws. Uh, to watch him get sacked nine times, he didn't look shaken. He didn't look shook after that. Like he mm-hmm. was still, he was still chill after that. Like he was still confident in his throws, and it's almost like he took the sacks. Because he knew that was the right thing to do a lot of the times. He's like, if I just mm-hmm. throw it up, I'm being reckless. I'm going to take this sack. And then we'll live to fight another day. And so the poise that he has, I have a, I have enough confidence in him that he can go toe-to-toe with Mahomes. So my question ended up being, how good is that Bengals defense? Because special teams-wise, right, there was the quote of the game where they said, Evan McPherson, the kicker for the Bengals, going into – Kick that game winner field goal at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. He was telling everybody, "Well, I guess we're going to the AFC Championship." Like that was his that was his mindset going on to kick that field goal. So you got a kicker that's that confident. That's a rookie. He looked 19 years old. If you see him, mm-hmm. you got the confidence that Joe Burrow carries around. You got Jamar Chase who carries himself like he's the best wide receiver. So there's a lot of confidence on that offense. I don't know much about that defense. Can you? Yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. I was I was about to say I couldn't off the top of my head name anybody on the Bengals defense. Me neither. Uh, but I know that but, there's some people there. <laughs> yeah, Eli Apple, like you know. Yeah, he, okay. He's there. So that's a recognizable name. Yeah, but other very than good that, corner. I was more this season, like just impressed by their offense so much. Offense is lights out. Defense. Offense I just assumed the offense was just going to score all the points. And their coach, them. their head coach is an offensive 
he has an offensive background. So like that's the mm-hmm. focus of that team that I knew mm-hmm. about. Zach Taylor is a former uh, Ram, actually, offensive coordinator. He's under mm-hmm. Sean McVay. And so you got the coaching tree of Sean McVay, uh, even the Shanahan, if you include Kyle Shanahan for the 49ers, he was on the same coaching staff in Washington under mm-hmm. uh, under Gruden, John Gruden, John Gruden's brother. I don't remember his, his name. But he was on that staff with Kyle Shanahan, Zach Taylor, who's with the uh, with the Bengals. LaFleur mm-hmm. is what is the head coach of the Packers, was on that staff with Sean McVay over there too. So you got all these mm-hmm. connections, right? It's like right. Sean McVay is the way, basically, is what I'm getting at. Uh so, you, and so they got one defensive pro bowler on, on this team, which is what's Trey the name? Hendrickson. Trey Hendrickson. What position is that? Defensive end. Okay. Okay. Yeah, along with Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon on offense. Those are right. three pro bowlers from Bengals. Okay. So yeah, it's other than that, yeah. Yeah, that's, so that's the mystery. Um, why yeah. it's so difficult to pick. It's so difficult to pick this AFC Championship game that's coming up. Bengals versus I, Chiefs. I think as the Chiefs just got to find a way to shut Jamar down. Mm-hmm. And and at the same time, get to Burrow, you know. Yeah. They, it's their defensive line is what's solid. But if they let him pass it off, that's, that's, what, that's when it gets... Risky. Questionable, yeah. That's when it gets so, questionable. So. Whatever they did to Stefan Diggs, they need to do to Jamar Chase, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And don't let like uh, Boyd or Higgins that take Oof. over. You know, that's what I'm saying, bro. They got so, options. They like, tough. Yeah, that are tough. very good. <laughs> that are very good options. And then even TJ, who I keep on when I see his name, I think of TJ uh, Hushmanzada. They used to play the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, but I think his name is like House or something like that. Shorter. Yeah. Uh, yeah but even him, he's nice too. And it's right. just like, yeah, you can shut down Jamar Chase as much as you want, but the energy it's going to take to shut him down is going to leave Joe Mixon open. Right. Uh, it's going to leave Tyler Boyd open or something. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's, I think the Chiefs are going to have a hard time stopping the Bengals. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, I, it's like so much mystery. I want to be able to say, mm-hmm. how, how are the Bengals going to stop the Chiefs offense? Because that's what it's going to come down to at the end of the day. The Bengals right. are going to put up as many points as they want on that defense. And I'm I'm looking at like overall top defenses, like best defenses this year, and Bengals like 17th, so like in the middle, middle of the pack. Yeah. So. Um, and who have they played so far in the in the playoffs? They played uh, the Raiders. Titans last, and the Raiders before that, All right? right. Yeah. So it's not like it's they've like been super tested. Elite quarterbacks, yeah. Quarterbacks have not, yeah, they didn't get it. They haven't been super tested. Which Derek Carr is top five because the picks can pick them. Right. Derek Carr is a f- top five. Uh. QB, but he doesn't have top five weapons like the rest of these mm-hmm. other quarterbacks. You know what I mean? He's limited there. So it's like they haven't gone against a high-powered offense to for us to see right. how good this Bengals defense really is in the playoffs, too. Was that the last game or like second to last when they played Chiefs? And second like to last. Field goal, yeah, where they had, they, had more to, they had more to fight for where Chiefs had already went in. Now exactly. they both fighting for the Super Bowl. So <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And Chiefs got more experience. Right yep. Bangles and that's what new newbies. That's what I going into when the regular season was happening. And Dustin was telling me how good the Bengals was. Mm-hmm. That's what I was counting on. I was like, yeah, but like experience. And now we're gonna see how important is experience they, in the AFC Championship. They would really throw off like you know just the the vibe, the rhythm of like the universe if they beat the Chiefs. 
these there'd are be facts. some weird vibes going on. It's like because this it feels wasn't supposed like, to happen. It feels like it's Patrick Mahomes' era, right? Right. To dominate, and as long as they're healthy, they should win every every year. And Thanks. so they're healthy right now, and I don't see anybody stopping them. That's what I'm saying. And so I, you're right. It would Ram, be the Rams shocker the best, of the season. Yeah, Rams is the best. The best chance. You know, Rams is the best chance. I go back and forth on that just because of how good the. 49ers defenses. Yeah. Yeah. I go back and forth. I'll say, I'll say the NFC. I guess the yeah, NFC is the best. The NFC West <laughs> is the best chance. The NFC West is the best chance to stop the Chiefs yeah. at this point. Because I don't that's see what Bengals doing it. So just yeah. before we wrap it up, we'll get to the NFC Championship in a little bit. Uh, what's your final mm-hmm. thoughts on the AFC Championship going into it? What are you what are you looking looking for going into it? What what are you expecting? I think it's gonna be a high scoring game. The AFC Championship. It's gonna be a high scoring game. because uh, with the being, like I said, if I could see it being similar to how the Chiefs Bills game went, but not that crazy, you know, just just like where Burrow gonna get some touchdowns off and Mahomes definitely gonna get some touchdowns off, but Mahomes gonna get like or Chiefs overall gonna get much more like going on, and I could see their defense making some plays, Chiefs defense. So, uh, and I don't know if uh, Honey Badger's gonna be back or not. I haven't heard. I haven't looked into it, but I think he's I think he's trending towards being back. Okay, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely going Chiefs. I like that's I'll really be thrown off if Bengals Bengals because they they Bengals need a, that humbling experience. Although you know I wouldn't say they're like cocky or nothing. They 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 just have fun. They have a lot of fun and it's, they're fun. They're to ahead watch. of they're ahead of schedule right now for sure. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know what so they remind me of? Um, there's always a team. It feels like there's a team like this every year. That makes the AFC Championship that's ahead of schedule, and then they lose. So, like, a couple years ago, it was the Jaguars when they had their squad. And mm-hmm. who was their quarterback? Uh, Blake Bortles was their quarterback. They had Jalen Ramsey oh, in the squad. Yeah. They had Fournette. Yeah. They had a, it was going crazy. It was winning a lot of games. But who they play in the – I think they played the Patriots in the AFC Championship. That was the year the Patriots went to the Super Bowl, I think. And um, Actually, they went – it was one of the years that the Patriots was in the Super Bowl. <laughs> and they lost to the Patriots in the AFC Championship. And that's, that's crazy to think the Jaguars were in the AFC Championship. Exactly. Like, that's I'll be what I'm thinking. That. It's like it's like it's always a team that don't that you don't think belongs there that's there. Right. And then I think a couple of years ago the Titans were in it. And it was just like, Y'all don't know y'all not supposed to be here yet. And so it's always a team it's, like that. Is that they just need a, Titans get a quarterback and that's that's what they need. That's them missing piece. I just don't same way I feel about like Mac Jones, I just don't, I don't trust Tannehill. Well, I'll trust Mac Jones more than Tannehill, honestly. But <laughs> yeah, Mac Jones has has at least room to grow. Tannehill yeah, is what yeah. he is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm on the same page as you. I, I'm expecting the Chiefs to win in a high scoring battle. Uh, and experience is going to be the difference. Cheetah's mm-hmm. going to be the difference. Travis Kelsey's going to be the difference. Uh, mm-hmm. And so that's what I'm looking for. Chase. The Chiefs are going to be in the Super Bowl heading to L.A., but who's mm-hmm. going to play them? we got the 49ers Great versus the Rams. Everybody knows the storylines. The 49ers have beat the Rams six times in a row. They're in the Rams' mm-hmm. heads. Kyle Shanahan has Sean McVay's number. The Even the last game, uh, the Rams blew a 17-0 lead and lost in mm-hmm. overtime, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was the last game of the season. Talk about storyline, bro. It was the last game of the season. If the Rams won that game, the 49ers don't make the playoffs. But since we let them win, 
Now they've wreaked havoc, yeah. havoc all over the playoffs. <laughs> they right. knocked the Cowboys right. out in 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 a uh, in Jerry World. They knocked the Packers out in Lambeau Field. Crazy, crazy. They got their foot on everybody's neck, and Debo is going crazy. Yeah, and it's our fault. Yeah, because we didn't kill them when yeah. we had the chance. It's like. Isn't there like a Walking Dead, Walking Dead an- analogy that's in here somewhere? Didn't they have a chance to kill Negan or something, and then they didn't, and then yeah. came back and wreaked havoc? Like it's like that. We yeah. we, allowed ne- we allowed Negan to live, and now yeah. we got to see him again. And this is the the big battle to get to the Super Bowl. I'll say Rams definitely don't have room for error because nah. it's more like they got the pressure on them because they they just come from losing to the Forty ers and Forty ers looking so good. Rams got to have a perfect game, bro. We got a surprise home. We got a surprise home game too. Yeah, and Matt Stafford can't. He can't. Uh, he overthrowing it, underthrowing it. He got to be on it. Right. He got to be on it. Cam Makers. They might have to start Sony Michelle. You know, like that's one thing I forgot forgot to talk about. Uh, I had written down in while I was talking about the Rams game. Right. Mm -hmm. One thing that made made me mad was Sony Michelle was like the best running back in December. Yeah. Like statistically. He saved me. A he fantasy. had, he had one carry to Cam Makers twenty two carries in that game, so the obvious game plan was to use Cam Makers, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. why was that the game plan? Why didn't we game plan Sony Michelle to get half, half and half or something? Like Sony Michelle right. obviously could have been productive in that role, and so it's like, right. going forward, I wonder if we're gonna stick with this game plan of like Cam Makers is back, he's the most explosive option we have, we are gonna stick with him as our number one horse and, and ride him to the wheels fall off or if we're going to split the split the load and then there's also a chance of I don't actually I don't think Darren Hunderson is going to be back but there's a chance he could be back soon nah. like do we split it three ways if he comes back type of thing I know it's like Sonny Michelle should get more carries he should get more touches he should absolutely that's disrespectful how they, he he literally only got one carry yeah I, 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 I saw that's one good. carry at one point so it's just like he got more snaps because he was blocking on some catching on some uh, but right. Like he wasn't in the game plan to be our workhorse as far as carrying. And I'm just like, why, bro? Why did we why did we do that? And we saw the result of that. Like Cam Makers folded yeah. a little bit. Um and we can't allow we like you said, there's not room for errors for him to do that. I guess this 49ers uh run defense that is so good. Yeah, they got great coaching, solid Yes. Very solid defense and a scary offense, like challenging offense who yeah. People sleep on I think I don't know it's if it's cause Jimmy G or what. Like it is. I don't know what it is. Yeah, so they sleep on offense sometimes, but Debo and Kittle, they well, they don't have a they don't have an explosive, um, productive offense. Like if you look at the stats over the last like eight weeks, like Mm -hmm. Jimmy G's only got like two touchdowns and he's throwing six interceptions. And so it's Mm -hmm. like their 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 strength is obviously the run game on both sides of the the ball. It's like Mm -hmm. if you allow them to control the game through the run, they will, and there's Mm -hmm. nothing you can do about it. But if you put the ball in Jimmy G's hand and dare him to win the game, then we got a different conversation. And then it's like mm-hmm. a matter of like keeping the ball from Debo and Kittle at that point, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, how much can we control their offense the way they control the Packers' offense? Mm. And uh, I don't know. That's what gives me pause, man. I don't, I don't know. I think storyline-wise, it feels like this is the time when we break through, right? It's like... Mm-hmm. We've exercised a few demons. We beat the Cardinals who who uh, blew us out earlier in the year. So we took care of them in the first round. We beat Tom Brady who has had a had a stranglehold on our franchise for 20 years, mm-hmm. right? So we exercised that demon. 
even with all that witchcraft that was involved in that game, we exercised that demon. And so now, the big boss, the final boss. Yeah, it's, it's the surprisingly, you know, <laughs> it was the nine. You wouldn't think, but, but that's no, the final boss for us. To right. the only thing standing in the way of us hosting a home game in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. is to beat this team that we could we haven't been able to beat for three years. <laughs> and funnily yeah. enough, I think that was our Super Bowl year. We haven't beat them since our Super Bowl year, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. And so and they they made the Super Bowl after. Yeah, and they've made the Super Bowl since then, right? Mm-hmm. So we made the Super Bowl. They beat us every time since then. And the only way to get back is to beat this team that we can't seem to figure out. Uh, then you got the Chiefs. The storyline no is perfect. <laughs> storyline is perfect, no man. Yeah. But is this is this no. Stafford's first year with the Rams or second? First year, first year. Damn, it's been that long a year. Yeah, it's our first. It's his yeah. first year. No, yeah, that's crazy. It's actually um this this week was the anniversary of the trade, so oh, that's dope. the trade for him, and so it's funny a year oh, a year from him getting traded to us he's in the NFC Championship right mm-hmm. so the trade was successful in in that love to see it yeah you love I to always, see it. even when even when he was with the Lions I was like he, he needs to get a ring like so I yeah. was I was happy when he went yeah. there and I was like right. and the build the build up is there man it's like we make the Stafford trade which lets us know that we're getting serious. But then stuff that mm-hmm. stuff happens that we just didn't see coming. Von Miller happens. We get Von Miller. Mm-hmm. Uh, OBJ happens. We somehow get OBJ. How Crazy. did that happen? Like nobody saw Crazy. this coming. We lose Robert Woods when OBJ mm-hmm. gets here, which sucks. But we got OBJ, so that helps. Got to balance. Got to balance. Yeah, it helps universe. ease it off a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, it's like the sacrifice we had to make to get OBJ <laughs> was to lose Robert Woods, who's been like the most consistent wide receiver that we've had yeah. since he's been yeah. there, right? Uh, and so, uh, the same way we didn't have Cooper Cup on our last Super Bowl run, run, now we don't have Robert Woods. And it's like, man, it's always one. It's always one that we got to miss out on. And so, mm-hmm. all the stuff that we deal with, with Cam Akers gets his Achilles blown out in uh, training and like training for the season. And then he makes it back just in time for the playoffs. Right. Crazy wow. storyline there. We traded for Sony Michelle because Cam Akers was out. And Sony Michelle mm-hmm. carried us through December and got us to the playoffs. Perfect right? moves, man. It's just like, all these storylines have combined, like all these players that you wouldn't have expected to be so impactful for us. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the 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 no names that have stepped up, like Greg Gaines and our defensive line, who's been like one of the best defensive tackles that you've never heard of this year. Uh, our offensive line, a lot of people doubted the viability of our offensive line because we didn't do much in the offseason. Mm-hmm. They've stepped up and done their job for the most part. Uh, give or take a few games. Uh, a lot of uncertainty in our secondary because the corners outside of Jalen Ramsey and Darius Williams are no names, unproven people mm. uh, that we don't know. We lost we lost some people uh, to free agency. And so we were just filling in people and they're proving themselves every week. Uh, at the beginning of the playoffs, we lose both of our safeties, one to a concussion and one to a season-ending injury. And we have to go get Eric Weddle, who's been retired for two years, and we have to rely on Nick Scott, who's an unproven, like, young cat. Mm-hmm. But Nick, Nick Scott has been doing great in the playoffs for us. So it's just like, all these things, like, the way we got here is just so amazing. Mm-hmm. It feels like we shouldn't lose. It feels like mm-hmm. everything is going our way. Like, it's built. The red carpet is for us to win. And it's our story. It's our year. That's what it feels like at this point as a fan. But the other teams got their stories, too. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. we got to see. Got to see, man. I just don't know if their story is as movie like yeah. as ours. 
and so that gives me the that gives us the advantage in my mind. But I also <laughs> know it is, it is LA. I also know that the 49ers are built to crush dreams. <laughs> they did it to they did it to the Cowboys. Everybody knew how good the Cowboys were this year. The defense mm-hmm. had these two rookies that are just all timers already, and like. Right. We finally figured something out. Like we got something going. All this momentum. Our receivers are great. Zeke is back. Mm-hmm. We have a secondary running back behind. Like everything is in tech. And then we got embarrassed. Fast forward to the next week. Aaron Rodgers, MVP season two weeks, two two years in a row. Devontae Adams is having an all time career. Uh, defense mm-hmm. is getting healthy, doing great. The defense has been great all year. Offensive line is getting healthy. It's just like all these things are coming. We got a running game. Two running backs that we can rely on, Dylan, Dylan, and AJ Jones, get crushed in our own home in the snow by these 49ers. So it's just like, yeah, we got all this momentum and all this storyline going for the Rams right now, and it looks like everything is built for us to win and go all the way. But like, we playing the the, the dream crushers, man. Mm-hmm. And if anybody Super can knock us off our pedestal and off our high, this is the team. Cooper Cup mm-hmm. is winning Offensive Player of the Year awards already like autumn the awards are starting to come in like the, mm-hmm. he got one for the the uh, for the writing association of america from them mm-hmm. like all these prestigious awards are coming in for cooper cup so he's getting the recognition early on but it's like all that can come to an end because the 49ers are just that good <laughs> i'm excited and one more thing, one the- more thing i want to throw in there that i don't know if you were aware mm-hmm. of last the uh, last week of the season it was week 18 mm-hmm. when we played the 49ers there were more 49er fans in the stands than Rams fans. So that was one of the big yeah. storylines. In the second half, the Rams had to go to a silent count because it was so loud when the Rams had the ball. Stafford had to go to a silent count. It was like a road game right. for us. So I say that to say this. On Monday after we advanced, when the tech- tickets went on sale, the Rams, whoever's in charge of the tickets, they made a rule that you have to be within the, the LA area code to buy a ticket. To the game you can't so to try to sounds, sounds uh controversial it was a little bit to try to keep <laughs> people from buying the primary tickets directly as 49er mm-hmm. fans you can still buy them on the secondary market obviously if you're a 49er fan but just mm-hmm. the initial sales they were trying to make as as few 49ers fans buy those initial tickets as possible mm-hmm. so that there was a home actual home foot home foot advantage because you know the 49ers travel. They're one of those teams that travel. Yeah. And they so fans. They got fans and they got rich fans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so yeah. they can buy them tickets. I mean, so, the happiness. Yeah. They're going to be in there. And so that's that's the storyline to look out for going into this game that I'm, I have my own. Who's, who has more fans in the stands? Who has the home <laughs> foot? Who really has the home foot advantage when it comes down to it? Right? That's the crazy part that we're going to deal with. And so I'm excited for it, man. It's gonna be fun to watch both of these games. I uh, they're both Sunday, right? Yeah, I'm. I, I'm obviously biased, so my pick really, really don't matter. But who? What? What are you looking forward to in this game? What are you looking for? What are you expecting from Rams and Niners? Uh, like I said, Rams gotta come with it. I feel like if if they don't, it's gonna be a a big hole to climb. If they if if they not, just like you know, you can you can just tell when a team is looking good, you know. You tell. So, if they not, if they not looking good the first half, I don't know, because 49ers, just like how they took over the second half against the Packers, they gonna they gonna find your weaknesses throughout the game, and they probably already know the Rams. 
you know, I played them twice they already. Do. So they do. So they know us very well. But I, I, if I like, I was, I was very confident last week saying uh, when it comes to the Rams and uh, Tampa Bay game, if both of them have like their best games that they can have with what you know what they got, Rams is taking it. I agree. But saying that now, I don't know. That's kind of. I agree. If they both have if they both have their best game. I don't know. So I agree with that but, thought. That's a funny. That's funny <laughs> you say that. That's a thought. That's the exact thought I had too. Yeah. So, but I'm I'm going. I'm thinking Rams. I'm okay. thinking Rams got it though. I'm thinking Rams got and it. And I lean with that scenario. If both teams have their best games, right? With that scenario, mm-hmm. I lean towards the Rams, just because mm-hmm. we have more weapons, mm-hmm. offensively and defensively. I have more confidence in the fact that we have Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Leonard Floyd, Gaines on the line. Jalen Ramsey behind them, and they don't have as many names on their defense mm-hmm. as us. Right. Offensive-wise, I feel like even there, we have an advantage. I feel like our quarterback is better. Matthew Stafford is yeah, better than Jimmy sure. G. For sure. I sure. feel like Debo Samuel versus Cooper Cup is a wash. I feel like yeah. Kittle and OBJ is the matchup. It's like, who's going to have a better mm-hmm. showing at a Kittle and OBJ? Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's like they have Ayuk. Versus our Van Jefferson mm-hmm. or Ayuk versus our Higby, who's going to have a bigger impact there. It's like down the line, I feel like once we keep going, I think we have more weapons because I feel like they don't have a match for Cam Makers at running back. Because you know what I mean? It's like, unless it's going to be, unless it's going to be Debo. Like, <laughs> yeah. Bro, and there was a play um, that the 49ers did where I don't know, I've never seen this. You know, Trent Williams, their left tackle, who's the best left, considered the best left tackle in, right. in the league, right? There was a play right. where he did a sweep block. I had never seen this before. This man did a like a pre-snap. You know how you pre-snap a motion yeah, a receiver? He was yeah. running across. So he had full momentum. That's a big dude. I and didn't do ran that. <laughs> directly over whoever he was blocking. This man went flying down. I had never seen nobody do, do that. But it, it speaks to the mentality of the 49ers. They're so creative with the running game that mm-hmm. if they want to run on you, they're going to do it. And they're going to get five yards at least on you whenever they want. Mm-hmm. And that's what scares that's me crazy. the most about them. Because they're willing to do stuff like that. And I don't even think we can think of a play like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't even think the Rams are capable of even thinking up a play like that. Just take that. Yeah. You see it, man. Dangerous. That's a dangerous team. Debo is a dangerous man. It is. Fortnite is a dangerous team. I'm not confident. But here's the thing. I, I enjoy. I enjoy that. My team is so good and talented and well-equipped that if we go out, do our thing, we have give ourselves a chance, and yet there's still the uncertainty. And that's what makes it fun to watch as a fan. Like That's what made that, that Bucks game ending so fun for me. Mm-hmm. When the success actually happened, the joy was crazy because of the adversity that we went through. So the fact that this is going to be difficult to get over, if we mm-hmm. actually pull this off, the joy that's going to come from that, I'm looking forward to and then we get the next test and we keep it going. Mm-hmm. It's going to be even more fun. And then I'm going to start a GoFundMe to get me to LA. For that game. Shoot. GoFundMe and then we got to send out a search and rescue for Martez. We're going to do both. <laughs> we have not heard from him since the Bucks lost. Yeah, we got to get somebody else. <laughs> you know. The guy who talks the most, does the most talk. The most. The most to say. <laughs> the most to say. He has nothing left to say. He's empty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's very, it's very confusing. It's very confusing. Oh, man. 
But yeah, bro. I do, I do gotta wrap. I do gotta bounce. I'm good on that too, man. Yeah, I was, that was good. that was good. I just wanted to talk about that amazing division around. Thanks for, yeah. thanks for making time, Malcolm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's always fun, and sure. I'm looking forward to this weekend. Same time next week, I guess. Same time <laughs> next week, bro. <laughs> hey, man, I love you. I'll love see you. you. This is Synchronicity, bro. Peace. Hey. Be easy.